This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Bratz with JLB Morelia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. hear what the background them. noise yeah oh, yeah like i can hear them outside right. but not yeah i mean these mics aren't expensive like like i said they're like 100 bucks yeah so. ex- that's expensive enough. that's not expensive in that's my, nothing in my book i want the ones that joe rogan uses of course every podcaster does and those things are like 375 a pop oh yeah <clears throat> joe rogan man you know everyone wants such to be like joe rogan he's such a gangster dude his show's awesome yeah i mean he's just an awesome guy my nose is stud, dude. I'm just, I'm so discombobulated. Yeah, we're both a little stuffy. I'm all out of it. I need a pen still. That's why you use your phone. Fetch me a pen. Fetch it yourself, you goddamn. Whoa, we're recording. Whoa, whoa. There, this is a family program, sir. The little red cup. There's a pen. Yep, that's the one. Oh, look at the little baby hook. Yeah, I gave it to give it to my dad he doesn't use it so i kind of want it back take it you want it uh, if you i mean if yeah if you want it take it because he doesn't use it bro? yeah he's not gonna care i gave it to him he don't use it that was one of the prototypes because you don't really breed anything small enough that you Dude, know requires carpets, it man be fine. I don't know. Yeah, it's a tiny hook. I'm sorry I offended you. It's a tiny hook, but man, it's a little. <clears throat> I love those things, man. That was. I'm. I'm glad I went to Brahms with that. I feel like that's partially my genius mixed with his. Alright, you're calling yourself a genius. There. He's the steak. I'm the sizzle. You know. Calling yourself a genius there, Justin. That's I uh, set him up. He knocks him down. Don't break the damn stand, boy. Shut up. You gonna be buying you a new one? I ain't paying for it if you break it. That's fine. Break it, buy it. I know the rules, Smitty. Are you? What are you? What are you I'm just trying you, to get in the right spot, you want man. Put it up more. Get off my. It could dick. come up. No. Like an inch I, or so. This is exactly where I want it. Okay. Just get off me. Welcome everybody. This is episode 53 of the Herpeticulture Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jacob Brotz, J.O.B. Morelia. Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. Tired. Discombobulated. Discombobulated, dude. We My were just talking hurts. before we before we started recording. It's just it's been chaos on my end with the whole home buying process yeah. and living with my parents again until we can close on this house and then work and the magazine stuff and right. podcasts and this that just it's a lot. I love my sleep. Every night yeah. when I go to bed, I'm like, and that's I kind of like that though. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, going to bed and, like, just that feeling of, like, setting your soul free. Like, the end of the yeah. day, you're like, thank Finally. God. Finally. Yeah, and you're yeah. just dead. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, to me, that's a sign that best. you did something, that you, you had a productive day. Yeah, if I go to bed, for like, sure. yeah, I guess it's time you, to go to sleep. Your legs just, like, st- you can feel yeah. your, like, stop screaming. You didn't even know they were before, yeah. but yeah. once you lay down, you're like, oh, my God. 
I didn't know this could feel so good. Yeah. Oh. Oh what? Nothing. Nothing. I have a fiance that's currently freaking out about house forms. I'm just I'm so ready for this house thing to be over. <laughs> I hope we don't have to do this again within the next decade because it's just like not that it's difficult it's just because you know how the market sounds like a pain like the market crashed back in like 07 yeah. right yeah that was when everyone they were handing out houses like they were freaking candy you know you wanted a house they were like cool here's a house mm-hmm. well then that's when everything hit rock bottom and now they doubled down on making sure yeah you're good for this Instead of just handing them out like crazy. So it's even more of a pain than it was. And I mean, I understand why they do that, but. <clears throat> right. My God. It's just. Yeah. Days off and time off are important, people. Yeah, very. I think, like. Take some time to yourself, guys. Don't forget that. Believe it or not, I kind of consider myself a workaholic. Yeah. Because I work while I'm at work on yeah. things that I don't get paid for. Yeah, but I no, improve them. You, dude, you, you, I put bust, in, you bust ass. Like, I put in hours, man. Yeah, you do. Like, and that's just on podcast and this magazine yeah. stuff. Like Animals, that's another very big chunk of my weeks. Right. And so it's like days off are important. Like there's, I make sure, I make a point, I don't know about you, but every, I like I'm off Sundays and Mondays, right? Mm. One of those two days, I'm off off. Don't do it. I'm do not working awesome. on magazine stuff. I'm not working on podcast right. stuff. I'm not cleaning snakes. I'm not feeding snakes. Like I am off. Right. Like that is my chill day. Yeah. And then Mondays, it's like, okay, now you get to play catch up on yep. all that other stuff. <laughs> and it's because you took that one day <clears throat> to do nothing. Now you have half to catch the day up. is feeding yeah. and cleaning snakes, and then yeah. anything else I need to do. So, but at the same time, I mean, the the snake stuff isn't really work. You know, I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Even if I'm exhausted, I'm like pumped yeah. to go feed Condra. Yeah, it's like it's not. You know, we can't call it a job, obviously, but like it's still it takes effort. It's labor. It's labor. It takes effort. You have to put time into it. Now, obviously, if you love it, then you know, that's right. It's not a big deal, but you know, it's still time. What's the word? Time and time. Uh, time induced, consuming. Induced, yeah, consuming that yeah. that word. That was the word I was looking for. So, you know, it's, meh, you know. But it works out because it keeps me from also kind of going crazy at work because there's some days where if I see one more Liberty Liberty Mutual commercial, I'm going to shoot your brains out. Destroy the TV. I'm going to throw it in the marsh. Yeah. Because I'm so tired of seeing those commercials. Yeah, I feel that. Um, So it keeps me busy, like I said. Work on uh, just social media stuff and everything else. Yeah. But anyways... This week's episode is oh. our going to be our one on one. This is our, episode fifty three. It is our one on one for it's September. One on one. But we have I the Nido question of the week. I was getting into that. Were you okay? Because no, I, I completely yeah. forgot. Whatever. It. I was just gonna. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> Go for it. No. Do it. No. Just forget it. All right. Re- what do we, <laughs> rewind. Do it again. I do. I don't even know. Because I gotta find. Nah. It. I just lost all my train of thought. So derailed. I was just going to give a little background what we're going to be going over okay. in this episode. So do it. But we're not, now it's just going to be a surprise now. Cause you're Will you do it? Me. Now I'm done. Come on. Fine. Be that way. I am going to be that way. So the question of the week is, if I'm working with my vet to figure out what's going on with one of my animals, how do I go about having them get in touch with Fishhead so we can work together to solve a problem? 
So you have an animal that has a respiratory infection or some other sort of ailment, and you're like, this might be Nido because I listen to the Herbeticulture podcast, and their like their sponsor Fishhead, yeah, has given us the skinny Breach on Nido. everything, yeah, pathogenic. Our friends, our friends over at uh, Fishhead Diagnostics. So then they're like, well, I need to go to the vet, but if I go to the vet, I'm Are like, I know, know these people, yeah, and they're gonna be like, okay, okay, yeah. and like, no, they're legit. And it's like, yeah, sure, okay. So, you go to your vet, and you, uh, this is the responsible fish vet. <laughs> that was not a smooth transition. <laughs> yes, it was. No, that was terrible. Go ahead. Uh, it says, we'd love to hear that folks are working with licensed veterinarians to provide care for their animals. Fishhead Diagnostics and its sister company, Fishhead Labs, are happy to collaborate with your veterinarian to discuss disease, diagnosis, and testing modalities. I need to make the font bigger. I'm getting old, dude. My eyes are not what they used to. There we go. That's big. I mean, you wear glasses as it is. I know. Dude, dude, so, a bat. I'm like Velma and Scooby-Doo. If these things are lost, I'm so screwed. Since there are a lot of, lot of diseases that can present with similar clinical signs, working with your veterinarian to decide what tests and treatments are indicated for the specific disease entity are key to keeping a healthy collection. In addition to diagnosis and treatment, veterinarians can also provide information on what signs to look for in your collection to spot issues early. In turn, this information can help clinicians diagnose, prescribe targeted medical therapy or supportive husbandry changes, and provide recommendations for prevention of disease in your collection. Reaching out to Fishhead Diagnostics is easy. We accept emails, phone calls, and text messages via our Facebook page. Since we are often out of the lab helping animals, email is the best way to communicate with us. Their email is fishheaddiagnostics at gmail.com, or we can be reached at 813-773-4749, a.k.a. 813-77-FISHY, F-I-S-H-Y. Thank you for tuning in to this week's question, Share Knowledge. Not Nido. Oh, but I didn't even want to go for that. Time. Whatever. You bailed on me. Dude, I got I, that. I couldn't. I just. I'll go walk the last, the last so many have just been train wrecks, man. They haven't been train wrecks. They've been nice. So. That's bad. Once again, if you have questions for Fishhead Diagnostics, send them to us. Send them to Fishhead. We'll make them happen. We'll get them answered. And shout out to our other sponsor, Steve, Steve Snakeshuary. He has now separated his social media accounts because yes. he has another... He uh, has uh, the other... Virgin Cow Steve. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So now it's Steve underscore Snakeshuary on Instagram. Uh, give him a follow. Check him out. Yeah, he's get some hot sauces. Yeah, try his hot sauces, still, man. You, how did... If you... did uh, was it Johnny that tried some of the ones? That... No, he hasn't tried any yet. Oh, he, man. He needs to. Yeah. He's going to. I'm going to give some to Ty, too. Ty likes hot sauces a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to try some. Get so, it. But, uh, yeah, he sells a lot of good hot sauces. And if you haven't seen it yet, Justin and I did a video a few weeks ago trying all of his hot sauces. So if you want to check that out to see what we thought of his hot sauces. THP TV. Check it out. It's YouTube. pretty legit. Yeah. It's fun. I enjoyed it. I liked it more than I thought I did. I thought I would. It was. Um, I, I'm not a big hot sauce guy, but uh, I'm not gonna lie. Some of those are pretty scrumptious, and it, you know, so if you like hot sauces. Hot, bleh, hot sauces. Hot sauces. Check it out. Hey, yeah. Tell them THP sent you. That's right. And by doing that, you're supporting Steve Snakeshuary. Yes. And very to fund it. Very good uh, organization. 
awesome guy doing awesome he stuff. Does a lot of educational stuff. Being just being. He's awesome. like if you follow him on Instagram, he's out at events. Yeah, I think every weekend, if and not man, every week. What I think is like he's, what, a different, what, he's at like music festivals. Yeah, and, stuff. and what I really like about <clears> him is like when you see his videos or you see him talk about what he does, you can see how excited mm-hmm. he is about it. You can see how pumped he is all the time to be doing this, and I, I just I love it. It's great. Um, he's super excited. And like Justin just said, he goes to like different things, not yeah, just like reptile not shows. just animal or nature yeah, related. Yeah, music it's, fests it's like and like all he's, kinds of he's stuff. really getting like he's reaching a new crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like those types of things. You really don't see snake people there, but he's there showing people, you know, mm-hmm. what's awesome. And about. some of them he has snakes, some of them he doesn't. It sounds like yeah. some of them are kind of like. Yeah, don't bring a snake. Like, you can be yeah, here, but don't yeah. bring a snake. But, you know, like, if you go at a Steve Snakesuary, you know, and that's, you know, a good thing to have the hot sauce. And he, you know, he can do the hot sauce right, stuff, but right. yet still talk about snakes and what he does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all that good jazz. So check him out. Give him a follow. Give him a like. All that he's good a very stuff. nice guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I Happy to have him. Much. I need to speak to him some more. What are we getting into this episode? Figured for this this month's one. I'm letting you drive the train. You're gonna let me drive the train I since I actually took notes this I'm time. Give you the conductor hat. Choo choo, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me. Um, I figured for this one on one, since breeding Ooh. season's kind of what. Since we're getting into breeding season, there's supposed to be some gray band eggs hatching. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go take a peek. You're so. gonna take a peek. Yeah. Let's 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 look because I want to know. I want it to be like. Live. We're just gonna look. Let's see. Okay, so no gray bands hatching. That's no gray band babies. That's unfortunate. Um, but uh, tis the season. Yeah, tis the season. Um, also, before again, before we get into it, uh, we put a new hoodie out as well. Uh, or oh, Justin, yeah. I, I made say, that this morning. I, I say we. I should say Justin I got a new know. hoodie on the uh, Teespring I website. Ordered one because I walked out this morning. And I was like, "This is hoodie weather." Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a THP hoodie. Yeah. So I was like, "I'm gonna make another one." And so it yeah. has the THP logo on the front, and then on the back it says, "This is a snake, snake season. season yet." Yeah. So thought that was pretty good. Yeah. So check that know. out, guys. It's starting to get a little cold out there, or it's working towards it. Um. So check out, check it out. Get yourself a hoodie, Teespring. You know, scaled apparel. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know where it's at. Check it out. Um. Anyways, breeding season. Breeding season's Everyone's, right around. A lot of Morelia guys yeah, are gearing up. Everybody's kind of, you know, this is the time that you really start kind of thinking of really seriously thinking about your pairings. You know, if you've been doing it, you've been probably been thinking about your pairings all year. Um, let's be honest. But now's the time that you know you got to start putting things into practice, getting your females up to size, and. Uh, I figured we could talk about just kind of as you, you know, going into your breeding season and just kind of all that, all that jazz. So we'll just, uh, 
when do you are you gonna cool yours down or are you gonna try the food cycling thing um, i know you've kind of gone back and forth on it a little yeah bit. i kind of i don't know to be honest kind of messed up on that whole thing it's been things have just been weird um so i'm actually probably just gonna honestly i might just, give up and sell everything no i might just put them together to see if the natural man i like i have a very 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 hard time believing i'm not that you would have to do anything different with poplins that you that you would with like yeah honestly i i may turn off their heat at night but i'm not gonna drop ambience like i literally think you could Uh, do what uh, i did and throw the mail in and just just, wait just wait yeah like it's gonna take longer to get eggs but eventually it'll happen because he's gonna know when she's she's ready yeah so yeah, I'm gonna <clears throat> go about it pretty nonchalantly. I'm not gonna lie, but you know if that's not the the norm for breeding carpets, just for the record for everybody out there. Um, and I'm not gonna get into the whole how to breed. Uh, that's not. It's not what this episode. That's, all that's about. not what it's this more is about. Be. Preparedness. Yeah, being prepared. You know why you're breeding. You know. You know why you're doing what you're doing you know etc cetera, etc cetera. um if you want to learn how to breed definitely do some research if you want to look into that we've um, done episodes on that and in the past. yeah we have um but if you do have any questions about how to breed specifically you can message me dude you know how we, we can silky chat. smooth this whole thing is sounding now that we're not oh yeah like the fact that we're it's, it's crisp just, it's, it's crisp it's i love it yeah it's great it was so hollow <coughs> and dead for the first year <laughs> Because this is what it'll be like at the it's other house. Because there's carpets in that room. Yeah. So. Wait, what? Oh, carpets. At my in house that yeah. I'm going to have. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be. The third bedroom is going to be the snake room for now. Right. Until we figure something out. Well, yeah. Obviously. So. Right. <clears throat> but. It'll be the same thing as this. We'll have the nice, crisp, clear, calm. Speaking of crisp, clear, and calm, have you listened to any of the newer NPR episodes? Mm mm. I haven't actually. I've, I've been. Uh, they now like record them and upload them, kind of like we do. Oh, I don't really? know if they do them live anymore or not, but it's oh. it's so bizarre. Like Eric sounds completely different. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. Sounds you like need to check it person. out. I was listening to some of it the other day. I was like, man, this is like everyone needs it's to good. just ditch blog blog talk. Like yeah. I just let's send the audio quality in that that whole platform just drives me. Bananas. We did. We didn't even go there. Nope. Because I know when we started yeah. this thing, I was like, I'm yeah. not using blog talk. Like yeah. I would we, rather invest. We started. We started with this stuff. Yeah. But it's odd, but you should check it out. Yeah. Blog talk does have the advantage of being live though. So it does, but I don't think it's that's worth the only advantage, but it's not worth well, it. Well, that's the no. reason we don't do it live is like, yeah, think about how many people listen to the show. Like realistically, how many people are actually going to tune in live and have time to actually sit exactly. there? I'm like, eh, just they, let people listen to it on their own time. You know, let yeah. them skip forward to whatever they want to hear. Right. I don't, they could ignore us right now. You know, whatever. They have that choice. Right. <clears throat> faux show, faux show. So, we go dive on into this. Absolutely. So, got my got my notes here. Yeah, I, I, I like I, this. I did, I did notice this time. I'm, I'm impressed when you said yeah. that. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I put I put a little bit of thought into this. It's like I, a big old list too. I'm yeah, like, this ain't like five questions. This no, is like this I, boy's got the show mapped. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I feel like the last one was a little bit of a roller coaster. I wanted this one to be a little bit more uh, on track. I'm better. With, I'm better with the stuff to look at. Um, so, I guess kind of the first process of you know if you're considering breeding, um, you know one of my points. It, one of my points here is don't just you know if you have two adult animals, don't just put them together and say I hope I get babies. 
Um, a lot of, in my in my opinion, that's how a lot of these mystery carpets and things of the sort get out there. You know, there's no nobody knows what they are, et cetera, et cetera. And that's they, just because somebody had two carpets, had nothing. They buy them at a flea market, right. they keep them together, and then, of course, it happens to be a male and a female. Right. And then it's like, oh, I got to I'm a breeder. Yeah, exactly, you know, and, but they have no idea what they are. And, you know, it's not that there's anything wrong with undocumented carpets, but it's, I guess it's not ideal, at it's least in my like opinion. It's a lot like Crested. Yeah. You know, you, there's, you have two categories of Crested Geckos. You have... What pe- and I yeah. hate that people do yeah, this. Quote unquote, pet quality pet versus quality, breeder, breeder quality. quality. Right. To each their like, own. The breeder, the people that are breeding, they don't want the pet quality. Right. The people that are looking for pets don't want the breeder quality. And, and so it's like you kind of have to produce right. both to kind of appease both in a sense. Right. But then people start mixing in, you know, the really just not great looking Cresteds with really high end stuff. Right. And then it's like, oh, just the babies end up looking okay. Yeah. You know, they're not bad. They're not great. Yeah, but in, even with that, like nothing against undocumented carpets at all. Yo, know, but what my more of what the lines I'm going at is like have a a plan of some sort. You know what I mean? Like, right. okay, I'm gonna put this animal and this animal to get together to get some stripes, mm-hmm. to get some banding. You know, things like that. You know, have be more have precise an, in yeah, what you're like, you know, more have, intentional. Have in a what reason you're doing. for pairing what you're pairing. Don't mm-hmm. just be not. Don't let it just be because they're there. You know what I mean? You know, just don't have two random carpets and mm-hmm. say, oh, it's I'm gonna throw them together, and see what happens. You know, have have an idea. You know, I, I, you know, even if they're you know, they don't even have to be some high-end lineage stuff they can be completely undocumented but have uh, have a plan and you know a vision of an idea of where you want to go like we mentioned in the everything. business episode early on exactly this thing is like yeah you're going to produce babies and you th- a lot of people are going to assume they'll just pr- you know all the babies will sell no problem exactly it's like, guarantee you you're going to get stuck with a lot of these unless you just sell them wholesale to someone for next to nothing because you got tired of having all those mouths to feed exactly you know, so yeah. it's just, I and think that's, that's something a lot of people don't think about. They're like, yeah, I had, you know, three friends that were like, well, when you have babies, let me know. I'll buy one. And then when the yeah. time comes, they're like, oh, I can't. No, yeah, I can't. My wife said no. Yeah. It's like, uh, but yeah, that's, that, you that's, can't that's, yeah, I've got that. I've got that down here, man. <laughs> oh, you're, do you? You're jumping. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't even read through the whole thing. Uh, look, I've been busy. After, after that one right there, man, it's, it's there. No, um, I got you. I see so it. So I'm working down, I'm working down that. Um, All right, I'm sorry. No, come on, man. Just. Sorry. I'm playing. I'm playing. What else is there's so much there's so much um no i'm just kidding um the other one um i'm gonna wait till justin's done blown snot rockets dude you're fine man you're fine i hate it just just calm calm your tits it's okay okay well keep talking because i gotta pee too oh he's gotta go pee dude um so one of my things that I see a lot is, you know, every, of course, if you, if you have the goal of breeding in mind and that's, that's where you want and that's where you want to go, obviously you're excited. You want to go, you want to get there, you want to start. Um, but one thing I see far too often is people pushing to get their animals to go too early. You know, your females aren't old enough. They're not big enough, et cetera, et cetera. Don't, don't push your animals. Don't try and push them too hard, too fast. You know, it's it's a recipe for disaster. You could you could really potentially do harm to the female. Um, 
and you know the the main point is you know don't don't rush into it if you don't have to you know it's not you know if you have to push it back a year two years whatever don't don't be in such a such a rush to get to the point of breeding having eggs etc etc you know take your time and you know just enjoy your animals while you're just raising Mm -hmm. them and then when they're ready to breed you know just be ready for that next stage of your your keeping you know career per se you know um be ready for that but don't patience don't rush into it you know because breeding is like having eggs is it's a lot to take on and you you do have to be prepared for that um is it hard no not necessarily but you do have to be prepared you know these are lives Mm -hmm. that are are basically depending on that they are depending on you for survival so i think it's a bit uh, it would be a bit unfair for you to be ill prepared and then hatch out 30 baby carpets and then now you have nothing now you don't know what you're doing you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and, and I never understood what the rush was to breed. Yeah, I, and don't get me wrong. Like, in you know, while like, while you were peeing, um, one of my things was like everybody, you're, you're so excited to start. You know what I mean? If your ultimate goal is to breed, you're excited to get there. You want to get in the circle. Yeah, and know? I totally, I totally understand that. I was so stoked to try and breed, but I also knew to not push it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't try this too early, you know. And it, the years that I wanted to breed, I would walk in, I'll go into the other thing, okay, I think this is it. I think this is it. And I realized, you know what? I'm not I don't have the money, the space yeah. or anything for babies. I really got to think about this and I and I wait. I, I held off a, mm-hmm. another year and then I waited a year. I said, "Okay, I've got the space, XYZ," and I bred and I did it successfully and it was one of the greatest experiences of my entire life. Yeah, it's really about yeah. sacrificing short-term pleasure for long-term gain. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> you know, like the green trees, prime example. Uh, I've said it on here before. I had the pair, found out it was actually a pair of the adults. Didn't breed them immediately. Like, didn't put them together as soon as I found out. It was like, all right, I'm going to give them a year. I'm going to make sure I enjoy them, make sure I like keeping them. Then I'll pair them. Right. And that's know, the, this year, you know, that small Bioc male I want to try out. There's right. a good chance he won't be able to get the job done. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that sucks because then I have to wait another year on him. I'll likely just do a repeat pairing, but, you know, it's not worth, like, I'm not willing, if I put him in there and he doesn't get the job done, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. He's not interested. She's she's a lot bigger than he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's any issues there, it's like, okay, I'm not going to try it again. Yeah, and it's not that just big put of a in, deal. put in problem job with her again, yeah. repeat pairing. There you go. Next year, Done. he can go nuts. You know. Yeah. So then, <laughs> and it's a hard call to make, especially if you don't have multiple animals to be able to do that. Right. If you, you can't know? just rotate <clears throat> things around, you know, it, it is more difficult. But you know, again, just don't so rush you, into it, man. You ask like, yourself if you're doing it for not necessarily the attention, but sort of be able to be able to say you're doing it. Yeah. Or are you doing it? You know, keeping <clears throat> the animals in mind. Right. Exactly. Not to get preachy on anybody. Not to get preachy, but it's the truth. It's you know, stuff you have, have to, to have, about. you know, have, I guess, true intentions, I suppose. You know, do it because it's what you love and what you want to do, not mm-hmm. because it's cool. You know, <laughs> I guess, because I always tell people there's nothing wrong with just keeping snakes. You don't have to breathe. Yeah, it's so you know bizarre I mean? that we're in, like, this this weird state right like now with a hobby breathe, where breathe, it's breathe, like, you buy something, I need a pair. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I, you know, there's lots of stuff. I just want one. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not going to lie. I I kind of want a Carpondro. Just just, just, just one because they're cool. Yeah, I think Billy's are awesome, man. I kind of want one just for one. You know what's one. funny is after last just week's episode is Brian Fisher messaged me. He's like, if you pair that pop one with the green tree, you're going to have to send it back to me. Oh, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, like, that's so funny. that is the agreement of you having that snake. Is you so never funny. hybridize it and bastardize it yeah. with anything else. And no. I was like, don't worry, buddy, I you're would, good. Because yeah. like, we had thought about it. Like, yeah. I talked about I it. Would never, about. I would never do that myself, but I do think the snakes are beautiful. I think they're really mm-hmm. cool, and I, I think they would be awesome on display. Yeah. Will I ever do it? Probably not, mm-hmm. but who knows? You know, but you know, there's again nothing wrong. See, with and it's funny because everyone sort of says that, like, snakes. there's, there's, like, you don't have to breed, but then it makes me question myself. Yeah, it's of like, like, well, if I'm telling people they don't that. have to breed, how come every time I buy something, how do I go from exactly. one pair of beards to four? You know, right? Like, you just, I, I can't explain. I can't really put it into words. You just, like, the thought of having just one of something. I mean, I just have you know? one scrub python. One day I want to breed, but I'm yeah. not in some huge rush to get a female. You know, I just have. I guess that was the same I with my Cyania. And like, I love I it. had the female after I lost the male. Yeah. Opportunity for another male came up. I made it happen. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's it's bizarre. This yeah. this sort of state we're in. I think it's a social media thing. Everyone sees everyone else doing cool for stuff. Sure. They want to do cool stuff too, and I I get it. Yeah. You know, but for sure, for sure. You just have to weigh all the pros and cons and be smart about it. Right. Speaking so, from our years of breeding expertise. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so many years. Yeah. This so. is purely opinion. This isn't. This is, yeah. This is all just <clears throat> us. It's not. They know that. They, they, they know. know this. They know. Um, but the other thing that I had, you know, so you've got your pairs lined up. You know, you have the animals you want to breed breeding season's coming up you know say you're six months away whatever um pay attention to your females watch them monitor them you know make sure they're feeding properly make sure they're of weight you mean why what for like just make just i mean just like keep make sure they're ready to breed before pairing yeah before pairing them up you know make sure you're you know do your research make sure your females of size of weight of age you know and age especially i think age is one of the most important things i think age is far more important than size um and i'll tell you i'll tell you why uh this year i did two break it down this last year i did two pairings um the two males i believe were the same age and the female and the females one was 2014 and one was 2015 so this was last year so these were three and four year old animals and um some people will tell you females can go at three years um personally i you know i don't think i'm gonna try a three-year-old female again um but going off size versus age the younger female was actually a bigger snake um by by a good little bit a, a longer little not but they were about the same thickness but she was longer just overall bigger and she did not breed um but the female that was a year older and smaller gave me a perfect clutch um and took and bred like right away you know um so that right there showed me that or at least proved to me that you know i believe age is 
is far more important than you know size obviously size is important your female has to be of of proper weight you know in order to you know carry eggs and then drop them obviously um but you know make sure your females are old enough it's already it's already been pretty well documented that 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 does make a difference you know especially with boas like vin rousseau has talked about older boas produce better no yeah they just do better their their breeding career is, is a lot better um they're living longer like they're producing into their later years right like this is this is stuff we've talked about before exactly but personally i, I think agree. i think five <laughs> i think five years old is prime age mm-hmm. i think four 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 years old you can get it done obviously like that's apparent but you know i think the five four or five year old mark is i love how go dark time. the bands on this one are it's almost red it's not even orange it's almost just like a cherry He's talking about a kickstand. Yeah, I'm holding an alterna. Yeah. When you're in the alterna room, <laughs> I mean, while in the room, this one's just this one's smoking. But my beards, prime example, like my beards are three years old. They should be bigger than they are. Mm-hmm. But I've been I put them together again the other day because mm-hmm. I'm like she can go. Yeah. I think if I get a clutch from her, it'll be a small clutch. But I'm like I have no doubt that she'll be fine. Yeah. You know. And it's it's just taking your time. Yeah, you know, that's, don't rush. You gotta, you can't focus on the destination. You have to enjoy the journey. That was deep. You man. like that? That was deep. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey, man. And I've used David Brahms as a prime example. Like, the baby that I yeah. got from him came from babies that he got from Rico and Gary Schiavino. He raised those up, mm-hmm. paired them, got babies from those. I guarantee you the feeling of accomplishment he got after doing that is going to be a million times more intense than if someone just bought a pair, threw them together, got, got babies. Yeah. Because that's sure. blood, sweat, and beer, you know. Blood, sweat, and beer. <laughs> yeah. Blood, sweat, and beer. Yeah. Are you going to bite me? For sure. I hope not. Um, Please don't. But I figured uh, we could uh, – I made a – made a little list of things to kind of have prepared or you know either prepared or ready to rock and roll before you know when you start pairing like when you you need to have these things kind of ready when you start pairing you know for when you get eggs babies etc etc um so first things first you know we're gonna start with the first step after you breed you know eggs you gotta think about incubation so this is kind of ironic that you're talking about this. Why? Because you got eggs and you were like, "Dude, I need your incubator." But see, <laughs> the thing. No, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. I, I was gonna bring that up because I had already worked out with you that I was gonna yeah. bring the eggs over there. I just, I they dropped earlier than I thought they. <laughs> she she dropped earlier than I, I was not expecting her to lay when she did. No, but I mean, even me, uh, like that incubator was ready. Yeah. Was it dialed in? Like exactly where I wanted it. No, like I had to tweak that thing after yeah. getting eggs in there, and I was yeah. like, "Crap!" Like I'm ruining these things. Like yeah. I am so screwed. Like I couldn't get the eggs box right. They were dehydrated. Yeah, you know, it was just it was right. That was the first time that incubator had even been used. Like yeah. we made it, we hadn't tested on anything. Like it had been running for quite some time. Yeah, but but yeah, even though I technically I did not have an incubator, no, but I did know where my eggs were gonna go when I had them. There was an incubator for me. Did it belong to me? No. But they were going somewhere. Um, so 
take that in con- to, into consideration. Um, how you, how are you going to incubate? Are you going to maternally incubate? Mm-hmm. Do you want to artificially incubate? Depending on the species. You know, and you know, either way, obviously, if you go artificial, you need an artificial incubator. Um, but even if you want to go the maternal route, still have an artificial incubator ready just mm-hmm. in case she pushes eggs out that look good. You want to ink them, incubate them anyways, or she just happens to ditch her clutch. Mm-hmm. Um, have that artificial incubator ready and then you'd know, rather have it not need it than need it not have it. Exactly. Um, so definitely think about how you want to incubate. What do you want to incubate with? You know, do you want to go to the commercial route? Do you want to make your own, et cetera, et cetera. Um, obviously going the commercial route is easier, but again, going the homemade route is much, much cheaper. Um, and there are several different ways to make incubators. You can use things like wine coolers, uh, regular ice coolers. I've seen lots of incubators mm-hmm. made like that that work very well. Um, there's lots and lots of different ways you can do it. You can get creative. It's a lot like a humidor for cigars. Yeah. Like you want a good seal. Yeah. You want it you to want be able airtight, to hold humidity. Hold yeah. humidity. Yeah. Maintain st- stability is the biggest right. thing. And stability put, temperature, the, stability humidity. Yeah. Things like a fan in there to move the air around. You don't want stagnant air constantly. Um, so there's a lot of things you can do, but if, if you have the money, you want to just buy one from somebody that's, that's great, you know, but not everybody has that luxury. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get an incubator from sea serpents, um, TGR racks. Um, there's a lot of different incubators out there. Um, well, I wouldn't even say a lot, but there are incubators out there you can buy commercially. They are not cheap though. Um, so keep that in mind when, you know, you go to start pairing your, your snakes, where are you going to put the eggs? Um, next, and this is kind of a smaller detail, but think about your egg boxes. Um, how, when you get eggs, how are you going to set up your egg box? Are you going to use vermiculite? You know, what kind of substrate are you going to use? Are you going to put them into the substrate? Are you going to put them on, you know, something to hold them elevated? Are you going to use water in the bottom? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Have those things worked out. Have a plan in your head of how you're going to do this because the last thing you want is to scramble everything together. And I can tell you it sucks because that's exactly what <laughs> happened to me. My eggs drop, dropped and I was scrambling to get things ready because I was not prepared. I will flat out admit I was not prepared for those eggs. Yeah, but like, but we I made threw it, it all happen. together I called ahead you, of time. I, I called, was bored. I was like, I got to get this stuff together. I called you at 11 o'clock yeah, at night. I dude. just got like, in bed. Bro, <laughs> like the, they're here. I had literally just gotten in bed, turned the lights out, had my phone plugged in, and just catching up on YouTube. And then this fool called me, and I was like, "All right, get Freak. back up, got dressed just again." Losing my mind. Yep. Um, so have that like, have that crap ready. The eggs are here. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your impression of me? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't sound like this, dude. All right. Kind of do. No, I don't. Um, so. Think about egg boxes. Obviously, you know, if you're just starting to pair, you have time to do that. That's an easy thing to do, but be thinking about it, be ready, and, you know, have those set up, ready to go before your eggs actually come. Um, let's see what we got here. So now you've got your incubator, you got your egg boxes, now you got your eggs. You stick them in your box, they're cooking. Now what? Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) Now you're waiting for them to hatch. Next up, baby racks. Where you have somewhere to put all these? Where are you going to put all these little baby mouths? Then you know, are you going to use rack systems? Are you going to have a bunch of tiny cages? 
um, what type of racks are you going to use, yada, yada, yada. And there are lots and lots of different options out there. Um, so think about that, you know, the, you know, before, and again, before you even start pairing and how many pairs you're going to do, think about how many eggs you could potentially get. You know, if you want to do three pairings, you got to think those Over three counting pairings. Overcounting is always Yes, I, I always almost shoot for like, you know, 15 a pop, 15 eggs a pop just to be safe because is that likely not for but the chances there, the, the, but the chances there. Yeah. So if you're doing three pairings, you know, I would prepare for up to 45 eggs. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of little It's like you don't think babies. much about it until you see it in action. Yeah, and then you're like, like, holy crap. Ooh. Yeah, so be prepared for that, you know. And if you have if you have 45 babies and you need 45 slots, that's not cheap. I'll tell you right I now. Mean, how that's, big is that? That's what, 3, that 6, right 9, 12, 15, 18, 21. So your, yeah, your, I mean, standard, your standard racks are about... 18 to 21 tubs you know your standard cheaper standard six quart shoe yeah standard six quart shoe box tub you know your basic racks you're gonna get three you know three a line of three with five you know four or five rows whatever Mm -hmm. um so in one, if you're buying racks, a rack that size is going to go for, you know, from sea serpents, you can pick one up plus shipping a little over, yeah, about 200 some dollars. Um, so you got to think if you need two or three of those, that's, you know, five to six, seven hundred dollars just for baby If you think you're going to make money off snakes right off the bat, yeah. you're mistaken. Exactly. So Get ready to throw and, money into the void because that's where it's going. Right. And if you are at all handy with tools, carpentry, definitely look into just building your own racks. Um, it's cheaper, but again, you also you have to know what you're doing with that. It's not you know, it's not a super easy thing to do um, if you don't know what you're doing. So see, my pops built his. Yeah, Justin's he's, dad. He's built, an engineer though, yeah. so he's like he's <laughs> all about building some. Right. He's all about Bob the Building. Yeah, Bob the Building. <laughs> Home Improvement, Tim the Toolman Taylor, all right. that shit. Right. So think about that, guys. How are you going to keep them? Um, I kept my, I kept all my babies on a poor man's rack style, and they, they did great. Mm-hmm. So it worked out. But again, I had, I had the baby stuff already kind of worked out in my head how I was going to keep them all. Have all we that even and... explained the poor man's rack like in depth before? Because I don't think we have. I know we've talked about it, but yeah. I don't think we've like laid it out in a mental. Yeah, I, I, I'll paint a picture. We're, no, we're gonna do that once I get everything set up because I've got an idea in my head and I want to do a video on it. And well, we can still tell people maybe they don't watch the video. Do you really want to? Okay, I gotta work out kinks, man. This, I'm this talking is, about how we do it now. How we do it now? I don't like how we do it now. It's working for me. It to, yeah, it works, but it has to change. How it is it gonna better. change? It can be better. How? Just tell me later. Just wait. I don't just like this see, secrecy. Man. Our fans deserve more. <laughs> Our listeners deserve more. We've talked more. about the poor man's rack enough. All right. I don't think we've like actually laid it out of like, here's what we do. Here's how you do it. I mean, it's not difficult. No, it's not. So basically how basically how Justin and I set up, you know, what we refer to as the poor man's rack and also how I set up my babies this year. Um, it's you go, you can go, you can literally get almost everything at Walmart. So it's one of those I prefer black, Lowe's. yeah, Lowe's. I prefer the four foot over the three foot. Well, you can get the four foot ones at Walmart. I think they're I have cheaper. not seen them, dude. They're there. I saw them like no way. last week. 
Yeah, because I went and looked at them. I couldn't find the price for them, and I was pissed. I need another one because I was trying to put three of the 15 quarts together. Three of those hefties yeah. don't fit on a three-foot rack. Two of those hefties uh, and one of the mint-colored lidded ones from Gen- Dollar yeah. General, that fits on there. Uh, but three of the 15 hefties will not. So I had to lame. split it. I had to put two hefties, two hefties, one Dollar General, one Dollar General. The way I would do it, all it with was, the hefties? Because I upgraded all the Bairds. They're out of the rack now. They're all in 15s. Nice. Um, but basically what it is is those metal racks from Walmart or Lowe's. You like get baker's them. racks, I think is what they call them. Uh, they're like wire racks. I think a technical baker's rack is different, but it's like a wire storage a rack. Restaurant basically. grade. Yeah. Um, it's rack. literally just a storage rack. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got wires across all the shelves. So you can get them in four and five units, uh, units of shelving. Um, so that's your base rack. And then what we – there's – a few different ways I've seen people do it, um, but the way we have found that works best is it the cheapest route? No, but I also think, but I do think it's the most effective, and I do think it's way better than heat tape because I personally hate flex watt. I hate flex watt with a burning passion. Why? Because it just, I have not been able to dial down like to where i can get the gradient from top to bottom in my happy zone Mm -hmm. it's one extreme and then the other you know and it just it pisses me off and i'm tired of it so i spend the extra money (laughs) on yeah it makes me so angry this is a this is a yeah it's a very very touchy subject yes the heat heating (laughs) elements have been my nightmare for a while now um so i'm ready to just be done with them but if you go to reptile basics they have what are called ultra therm heat pads um, and these heat pads are basically made to go straight into a wall and they don't get as hot as your commercial Zoomed um, and Exoterra heat pads because those get pretty freaking hot. Um, the ultratherms don't. And you can actually, and these aren't just like regular square mats that you would get on PetSmart. You can get these in all kinds of different sizes um, from four foot long, four by four foot long by six inches wide. Um, then three foot long by six. I think they do a two down foot, the line. and they, then they, they do, do a some two foot. Then they like do rectangular. They do like eleven by elevens. They've got eleven by twenty fours. Mm-hmm. Um, they got six by elevens. Um, so there's lots of different sizes, and they work great. Um, they stu- They still do get a little warm if you just want like one layer of paper towel. I would recommend putting them on a thermostat to kind of bring the heat down a little bit. Um, especially if you have higher ambience in your room, but if you have lower ambience, I'm sure they would probably work fine without the thermostat, but they do get a little bit warm for carpet pythons from what I've seen. If you plug them straight into a wall, if you have an ambient of around 78 degrees ish, it does get a little too warm. Um, so what we do is we have three and four foot racks. So I, I actually have more of the four footers. Um, so you have your four foot metal rack and then you buy a four foot heat pad and it fits on the back of the rack perfectly and then from there you literally find the tubs that you like ones with secure fitting lids um the ones we have found that work really well are hefty even though i'm actually going to be changing the kind of tubs that i use yeah um i found some other ones that i like and i'm going to be changing some stuff up um the different size of the the giant 200 quart you got different sizes of uh of those i'm actually gonna i got a lot of things in the works man how come i don't know about any of this i've told you about this no you just don't pay attention to me that's not true it is um so find a tub that has a very secure fitting lid 
um, that you know your snakes won't get out. Again, hefties work very well. Sterilite has lots of different containers, um, but just make sure you can't lift it with your finger, basically. You know, be not be able to lift it up. If you can pick it up and see through from the lid, between the lid and then the edge of the tub, your snake can probably get out. So make sure I cannot stress that enough. Make sure you have a very secure fitting, fitting it depends lid. Depends on the species too, because like the Amazons, yeah. one of the female Amazons is in one of those tubs that's like clear on the lid and the thing. It's not the Hefty; it's another brand. But see, and those, you can lift that up easy. But those aren't pushers. Like yeah, Amazon Trebos aren't pushers. They're not and like rat snakes where they're gonna yeah, push every nook condros. and cranny they can. Yeah, like chondros and stuff. Yeah, like they they don't. they don't push either. No. But carpets, uh, see, you know, corn know, snakes, rat snakes do carpets. Black honey's in one of those thirty fours. Which one? The hefty. Yeah, hefty. But those are like those the are really tight. Set. Yeah, those yeah. are really really tight. That's why I recommend. That's why I like them because you, you can get them get, at lows. You can get them at in almost any size in all the lids because mm-hmm. like most like the um. That's the, why I like the hundreds because the, the hundreds stero- have clips on both on like both, both sides. ends and both, both exactly. on all four sides. There's a clip. And then the sterilized that you use, like that two hundred, that big two hundred quart yeah. one. The lip is so big; it moved. The lid moves a smidge. But the lid is so big, and it's actually yeah. surprisingly tight for as well, big of a tub a it is. Well, if you have a heat pad and stuff on there, like a heat panel on there too, it's heavier. Like that male isn't even if that male right. did push, he ain't getting out. Yeah, but that, even that with heat panels even, adds too much weight. To even it. without the heat panel, I think those tubs, those lids fit really oh, yeah. well. Because yeah. um, so, the latches are really tight. Right. You know, they, re- they actually require a little bit of muscle to to get them to close. Right. Um, so find yourself some tubs. <laughs> um, drill or melt some holes in all those tubs for ventilation yada 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 and stick it on that heat pad heat pad and you're ready to rock and roll why do justin and i like this system number one because you can literally choose any size tub you want it's to modular go on if it fits yeah if one it, long or you can use three fifteens or two thirty fours fit perfectly or eight sixes you know yeah, yeah no. you can fit so many you can fit anything on as long as it can fit on mm-hmm. the rack it can be used here so any type of style tub you want any size you want as long as it gets on the rack like you're you're golden mm-hmm. and the other thing i like about it is if you're using those systems and an animal develops a respiratory infection you can literally take that tub Go put it in a quarantine well, area that's why with I like another them too. system. Like four quarantine yeah. is perfect because then if you so have another you don't... animal that shows something, it can just you right. take it. You know, unlike a rack like this, where a lot of people probably don't keep the lids. Yeah, you'd have to. Do you have to go do you have do? a whole separate rack? Yeah. You this know, it's now. You can just, just pull it, just, put it on that rack. And the other thing is, like you, you won't change its environment, right? And that's easier on the animal. You're not stressing it out. Mm-hmm. You have the same tub. You take the whole thing, stick it on another system in in your quarantine area. Um, so that's kind of how we do it. I personally am going to be changing some things up with how I have it um, and with uh, different style tubs. I'm actually going to be upgrading some animals because I, yeah, I want to get a lot them. of up stuff to upgrade. Yeah, I, I just I've been I've been getting in my head about these short tubs, man. I really have. I'm not going to lie. It's I've Which started ones? just all, oh, those, just all like, of them. Like the ones the babies are in right now? No, Not like the, the, just the sliding racks, you know, my RBI oh, rack, um, my, you know, even the, the shorter tub, even like the hefties, mm-hmm. you know, having the carpets in there, man, it's just like, I want to give them more space. Mm-hmm. I do. I want to give them taller area to actually climb and perch. It's like, do they need it, need it? No, technically they will survive without the Amazons it, are the same way. Exactly. Like if you give them the option to be able to climb, they're going to use the hell out of it. If exactly. you don't, they really don't seem to care. Like, yeah. They're but, in my, my, the two adults you know phoenix and gertie are 
in those 34s. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they have a Brahms perch in there to sit on that right. elevates them off the floor. And Gertie's on that thing yeah. all the time. But yeah. for the most part, they really don't seem to care. Yeah, but it's just it's just one of those things. I kind of want to change it up, give them a little bit more space, get a, you know, get some things. You but know, like in, the cyania. taller areas. Yeah, the cyania yeah. are very active snakes. And so th- th- that's one of the ones that I'll be upgrading first. Right. You know, and I'm going to do a little more natural. Like, I'm going to do kind of like what P and Cody do with the, the branches. Mm-hmm. Put that in there. Yeah. Maybe find, make, figure out a way to find some, like, faux bird's nest or something at Hobby Lobby or something. Mm-hmm. I can put mice that in there periodically. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Elevated yeah, yeah, hides. Yeah. Like, uh, Brahms now has that um, Yeah. That mount for yeah. RBI yeah. hides. Yeah. Put that on that. the lid, you mm-hmm. know. Like, that's something that – that's such an easy thing to do, but it offers your, – your, using that space so right. much more efficiently now because you're now filling in that space between right. the top and the bottom that you wouldn't really have anything. And the the downgraded <clears throat> well there's I think I think it would be two no it would be like the next step down from the 200 court that you have. Mm-hmm. It's the same style, same lid, everything and it's like a 76 court. It's still the same footprint. Okay, I think David it, made one of yeah, those. Yeah, it's still the same footprint as a 32 or a yeah. 34, like the width and length, but it's, it's tall. much taller. Yeah. So those are kind of what i want to start using for the animals that need to move from a 15 quart see my thing is step them up into something like that i let then... mine outgrow like their 20 quart to where they need an upgrade badly like that small male biok yeah. that's in that 200 now yeah and just skip that third party tub right instead of having to make and buy all these other ones like let them get too big for the smaller tub then upgrade them into that big big tub that like that male He's never going to have to leave that thing. Like yeah. He's going to be, I mean, for a female Biok, that might be a bit of a stretch because it ends right. up being like 50 or 55 gallons. Right. That 200 quart. Yeah. It's a big it's tub. It's a big tub. If you're looking at, if you, if you keep stuff like Justin and I, you know, I keep, basically these tubs are perfect for male chondros and male poplin carpets. I would and they'd eat, work fine for female chondros, but female Biok specifically because uh, Biok's yeah, get so sure. much bigger. You know, like that female that I have now, could she go in that 200? Probably. Would it be ideal? Probably not. I don't think so. Like, no. and maybe that's just because I've had her in the four footer forever. But a lot of people, like, a lot of people mostly don't, most condor guys use like three foot cages for two, adults. Two foot cubes. Two foot cubes for adults. Yeah. Exactly. So, and that's I mean, the dimensions on that would be about the same, I would think, if you made that a square. Like, what? if you took that 200 that quarter oh, and squared it'd be it bigger, up. Oh, it'd be bigger, dude. Yeah. It'd be bigger. These things are, like, they're over three feet long. They're, like, 39 inches long and, like, 18 inches wide. Mm-hmm. These are, they're pretty big tubs. And then they're, like, what, 18 inches tall? No. 15 inches tall. Something like it's that. It's got to be a little more than that. No, uh, yeah. I think it is 18. Maybe. I don't know. But they, it's, it's a big tub, guys. Um, and, you know, again, those can house, like, adult animals like you know if you're working with smaller subspecies of carpets like darlings yeah, like adult or female carpets i wouldn't put an adult brettles aren't gonna or work brettles. in there no like a male not. maybe but maybe like right. even the cyania like if a cyania get big enough i want something I... something bigger than a 200 because cyania really? you'd be surprised how big have i, did I show you I've that picture of terry long, i've seen terry how Burwell? long they are but they're so slender and no you know, look they, at this they're such a shy species let me show you this but that is the rundown of the. You tell me if the, this the poor man's rack. If this is big enough, where is it? Does it exist? I don't know if he sent it to me in a message or if he posted it publicly. Let's see. 
like that. Does he see how big this one is? He doesn't. Uh, yeah. Like 200 quarts is going to be a little snug for that. I think. Yeah, I guess personally, I don't really know how Cyania act. No, well, I mean they're out. They cruise all, every night. Like they're out and they're moving. Okay, well if they're a really active so, snake, then like ideally, yeah. honestly, if I had something similar to this, maybe slightly wider. Yeah, a lot wider. Go all out and just like a scrub python, like like Kensington's. Just. Yeah, but you you would need that that horizontal space i think for almost any species of snake horizontal space oh is, definitely i'm saying like if you important. had two of these like this this is i'm pointing to oh, a yeah. six foot tall yeah wine cooler that my dad brewmates his stuff in two of those because i think what probably three feet wide nah, i give it two you think so yeah I don't know. anyways but yeah so that's that's the rundown of the poor man's rack um i I'm in the works of kind of reinventing it of sorts. I'm going to be adding, uh, you know, stuff on the bottom of it and then taping the heat pads to the bottom to give it a better insulation. Not um, about like the board that I use now. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be ordering some of that off Amazon and taping. Actually, you know, you can probably go to like Mer printing downtown. Uh huh. They make those signs. You can probably, they probably have scrap pieces. Because I thought about getting yeah, like what if, scrap pieces they have and then just taping it all together. If I if I could, ideally, I would rather find one where it's like either one or two pieces that. Well, could that's just what I'm saying. Like, go and fit. see what they have. Right. Because if, if they're just gonna any... throw it out, be like, yo. Yeah. If you right. got pieces that are two feet long, you know, by ten inches. Because I mean, ideally, they don't even have to be the whole width of the rack. I would they can rather just be wide though, enough for the for the pad. But then the tubs would kind of tilt on them. It would it would bother me. Okay. So if be if, bothered. Yeah, I, I'm OCD like that. Freak. Um, so I, that something is gonna be changing up, and then you know I'm gonna be using some different tubs. Um, I'm changing from the hefties. Um, they're great and all, but I didn't. I ended up not liking the six quarts a whole lot. Um, so I'm gonna and I'm, I'm so OCD about my tubs. Like I can't have a bunch of different tubs. I I can't do it. It drives me up the wall. So I. I'm going to be using all the same tubs because I'm weird, I know, and I don't even care. Well, don't get rid of the ones that you're like, – I'm not. Keep no, them on I'm hand because me and Jake, them. that's one of the smartest things I think we've done is we just – like if we're going to get rid of anything Cajun-related, it's like you keep need it because yeah. we're going to need it at some yeah. point. Like There have been multiple occasions where like, hey, you got an extra 34. Yep. Hey, you got an extra 15. It's like, yeah, yeah I do. 100%. Because we love both. Heat pads like too. Yeah. Heat pads too, Stockpile man. We've stuff. got heat pads laying all Unless it's over the Zoomed crap. Even those, I flip them upside I down. Know. I flip them upside down, and I, uh, I only use them temporarily um, if I have to. Um, but I still keep them there just to be safe. Um, but and that's the RBI pads are nice because even the three footers. I just bought one the other day, and I think with shipping it was like thirty-two bucks. Yeah, and I mean you're you'd gonna be spend paying that, that on, a, on one of the ones from PetSmart. Yeah, one of those big one square those, ones from. No, not even the big one, dude. Like the really? six by ten. The not the six by ten, but uh, like six by four. It was like twenty five bucks. You can get a three foot one of these things for the same price. <coughs> Jesus. <coughs> you forget how to drink. Water went down the wrong pipe. Uh. So that's why I, we're both very big fans of Reptile Basics. Yeah. 
big fans. Their prices are really solid. Yeah. Um, know, like, I get my F10 com- through them. Yeah, they're a great company. Um, so Sponsor us. Yeah. If you're listening please. and you're from RBI. Please. Please. Make our dreams come true. We'll love you forever. <laughs> um, so kind of let's get back to uh, – yeah. Was, okay. I was talking about good thing for notes because I actually remember what I was talking hey. about. Hey, this is this is actually kind of nice. I might have to do this more often. Um. So now, you got eggs cooking. You got your rack ready. Obviously, you need to think about you know how you're going to set up your tubs. Get all that crap. Get water dishes, hides, perches if you're going to use them. Enough. Have enough paper towels. Figure out what kind of substrate you're going to use, okay. etc. Making et sure your rack is dialed in. Too. Yeah. Like, make yeah. sure your rack like is ready to go. Have your thermostat. Have your temperatures on. You know, have that thing. Have it so that have, you can pull babies out of the egg box, put them where them they're in, going, and not yeah, have to worry about leave it. Leave them. Um, have your rack running for weeks before your eggs come. You know, make sure everything's dialed in the way it's supposed to do. Supposed to be. Have everything set up. Paper towels, that substrate. If that's what you're going to do, figure that out. Purchase water, hides, everything. Have it have it ready. Don't set it up when they start pipping. Okay, just well, some of them. Don't I mean, like that. if they take four days to come out of the egg, it's like, well, yeah, I have the stuff, but, but let me make sure it's all together. Obviously, yeah. Do your final checks when they start pipping. Yada yada yada. But the, have the big, have the bulk mm-hmm. done, um, and then. The other one, go ahead and have all your frozen rodents. Or how 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 are you going to feed? You know, if you have three clutches, how are you going to feed all those things? You need to have a lot of stuff built up. So, are you sure? Yeah, because it's a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of babies. Well, also be prepared. Like if you're dealing with a difficult species like condors or gray bands, like right. Be prepared for them to not eat, and you be throwing away a lot of pinkies. Yeah, it sucks. You know? I hate it's, I hate throwing away mice, but it's <clears throat> it's kind of the name of the game. Um, but have still have all those prepared. You know, if you have forty five babies coming, you're gonna you're gonna have to have a lot, a lot of little mice to feed mm-hmm. those things, um, or rats, depending on whatever it is you're breeding and feeding. And yeah, so think about that. Um and then, and you have to you, do that have, weekly, right? If yeah, yeah. not, you know, if that's like every five days is what I do baby green trees on, right? So if you think you're going through, if you got forty five babies and you're feeding once a week, it adds up quick. You know, that's ninety to one twenty five. That's mm-hmm. that's just almost two hundred hundred rodents a month. Yeah, that's like not not quite, mm-hmm. but it's a, that's a lot. Just shy. So. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so now you've got all your babies. You got them feeding. Now you want to try and sell them. My the only thing I really have to say on this is if you are when you decide um, when you decide that you want to breed and you you're thinking about how many pairings you want to do before you enter into a contract with the devil. <laughs> Before you even try to breed, you need to think about your max clutches of you know, how many you how many babies you could get, and then you need to be aware and prepared to house, keep, and feed 
those babies for a long period of time or for the rest of their lives. You need to be prepared to take care of those things for the rest of their lives if it comes down to that. Yeah, because we had that episode with Andy Grossman, and he said, I go into every year breeding expecting to keep every baby I produce. And that's that's, how he kind of keeps track of how much he pairs and what he's pairing. And that's what you need to do. If you're not prepared to keep everything you hatch out for the rest of its life, you do not need to make those pairings. I'm sorry if that hurts anybody's feelings. My feelings but. It's the truth. If you can't, if you can't be prepared for take care of those things, you don't need to be breeding. You know, it's just the name of the game. You can have everybody and their brother tell you that they'll buy babies from you, but when it mm-hmm. comes time, everybody could bail. Like Justin tried to get into earlier and jump the gun on everything I'm I was going to talk about. Um, <laughs> but you be prepared for that, man. They don't. They're snakes, you know. There's, mm-hmm. and if you're not, if you're just kind of doing this, and you're not super into the hobby. It's going to be a lot harder to sell snakes, unless you breed condors, because everyone I mean, comes out of the woodwork for captive bred condors. Yeah. I can attest to that. Yeah. I'm go- dude. I'm out. Yeah, I know. I'm out of green trees. Yeah. I mean, I technically had my entire clutch sold before they even I, had. Well, I traded all of mine for other stuff. Yeah, I traded some of my stuff. I traded the majority of my animals. I think my babies. So, but I have my two holdbacks. I have the one that's gonna go to Luke. I'm surprised I'm you only kept Monday. two. I, that, that you know what's funny is the even, two that even I kept, I kept back. Three. <laughs> the two that I held on to. <laughs> one's the runt, like the runt of the clutch, and the other one's also like second of the runtiest, and it's also oh the one god. that prolapsed. Like oh as my soon as god. It, like as soon as it prolapsed, I was like. I'm keeping you then. I'm not like yeah, you know if it's going to continue to be an issue. I was like, I'm not going to send you to somebody else. You're I, staying with me. Yeah, but it's also the darkest baby, the clutch. I kept, um, I kept the worst feeder of my group. Mm-hmm. My one of my females. She she she's terrible. She's so focused on me the entire time. I give her food that she just won't eat. <laughs> um, so I ended up keeping her, and then the first baby that hatched out because it was the first one I kept her, um, even though she was one of the nicest and then i kept uh my most banded male who's probably the most different from the clutch he's just he looks completely different from all the others and he's, he's pretty freaking cool but the, all of them all of them are so unique man like some of them have like these really wide spread out patterns like it's mm-hmm. weird and i'm almost really sad to see them go because they'll be shipping but I off think in a couple weeks this all ties um, back into like your planning though right you know if you're gonna do this like my game plan with Condros, and I call it the 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 business pyramid. And so, for example, I started out with baseline Beox. Uh, you know, most of them are long-term captives. They were imported at some point or another. Bred those, had those babies, and then instead of selling them all and getting a bunch of money for them, and then blowing that money on something stupid, you know, like an Xbox or something. I don't know. Whatever the kids are buying these days, a vape machine. A vape machine? <clears throat> uh, or cigars. You know, I'd easily buy a lot of cigars with Condro money. Uh, trading the babies that I initially had for other animals to include into future projects. And, I mean, granted, everything I traded for is all, like, this year's crop. Like, they're all small, small. So it's going to be years before they're even going to be ready. But you start out with that baseline uh, group of animals that you produce, and then you take that money... That you that you when you sell those babies and you keep it in you know the quote unquote business, 
roll that into higher end animals and then you keep doing that and it's just it turns into a pyramid you know you get into the the yeah. nicer and nicer animals over time but you take your time doing it you also know? you know it's you do have to work up to that because like what i'm doing is i'm yeah i any any of the cash you know mm-hmm. i i extra ca- cash quote unquote uh that uh i get from any offspring this year you know again yeah i traded a couple and i'm selling a couple but that money is going into setups well that's and, the big thing too is a lot of people like you're thinking all they animals, buy up all these animals, snakes animals, when they're animals, small. Animals, you think, dude, you got And guess what? They all get big at the same yeah. time. And now all of a sudden, because I mean, that's kind of an, that's not really an issue I'm running into right now. I expected it. But that's. But all those beards, like, guess what? They all grew out yeah. the six cords at the same time. Yeah. I then had to do a lot of rearranging in the room. Yeah. Uh, and you have to keep in mind, like, that does, stuff does cost money. Right. And so you have to have, like, a set, of, set amount set aside for just, like, what I call infrastructure. Right. You know, like infrastructure expenses, racks, right. tubs, heat panels, all the stuff you need, you know, to Python portals, whatever. To all this. Yeah, because, I mean, that'll yeah. really slow you down. And it's like, you know, this, what I get from my offspring this year is not going to cover what I need to get. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not. It, it's It sucks, but that's just how it goes. But those are the types of things. Like, don't. Mm-hmm. Don't get your money from your offspring and go blow it on you know, the an new Xbox. pair of Jordans. You know, if you want to continue doing this, keep just anything you make from it. Keep putting it back into mm-hmm. it. And, you know, if you want to grow, don't get me wrong. If you get to a spot, if you're just doing it for fun say, on the side, which say, I mean, yeah, we all I don't, are, I don't want to grow anymore. You I have don't a pair of ball pythons animals. or something you wanted to try it out. Well, it's not, not really not meant even, to be. Not even. It's that. not something you want to really pursue. You know, not, it's just not, something you do for every now and then. Not, not even that. Like if you get to where you have thirty breeder animals, and you say, okay, I don't want to grow anymore. And you just breed, and you sell every baby you ever mm-hmm. have, and yeah, of course, do whatever the heck you want with your crap. But if you want to continue building, continue growing, anything you make from that, put it back in, man. You know, invest in yourself. That's how. That's how you grow. That's how you build. You know, and that you know, if you if you're like Justin and I, and you know, that's that's what we want to do is just continue doing this and growing and getting you know bigger and better and more more knowledgeable and just keep going man keep grinding um so that's that's pretty much all i had on all that at least down in my notes i just jotted down some things and but it's just having a plan you know yeah like that's, this was, that's the main I, it feels good because i accomplished everything i wanted to accomplish with this clutch right you know it was like either take money i make from these babies and roll it into nicer animals mm-hmm. like higher different lineage different you know maybe even some designer stuff whatever or not spend the money and trade for other animals right and doing straight up trades worked out great because now i just swapped out one two three like four babies Mm -hmm. for different stuff like a lot of mana quarry blood i got Mm -hmm. you know that that animal from david which is just rico walter vinsky stuff that goes back to like 2006 Mm -hmm. uh and it's a win-win because now they also have the Beox exactly. to throw into projects, you know? So it's... Like, yeah. I'm always down to trades. Like, everyone, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, you see it in ads all the time, no trades. It's like, I'm completely open to trades because yeah. if I only have to spend $60 or $40 on shipping, I'd much rather do that than have to, yeah. you know, you, you pay me and I pay you for the same snakes you know what i mean i mean that's what billy and i did i yeah, traded i traded like, dude, him this night uh, one of the nice babies in my mm-hmm. clutch i traded him you know it had good lineage 
And then he gave me one of his that he produced this year that had the good in it. Mm-hmm. He gave me an M-Pen GQ. I gave him a uh, GQ VPI Hannibal. Yeah. And it was just it was a straight trade. But that's the thing. It's like if we're going to be spending our money we, with each other. Now we both have new blood. Yeah. If we're going to be spending our money with each other, why don't we just cut to the chase and just swap animals? Yeah, exactly. It's like Because if I'm going to go ahead and buy Contra from you for $700 and you're going to come around and buy Contra from me for six or $800 – Let's just, let's just trade and call it a, call it a wash. Yeah, you know, I just and I'm so I'm all for trading. Yeah, 100%. you know, but I will say, obviously, it has to be a fair trade. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna. It, there That's has a to given. be there has to be fairness in that. You know, either you know. But I but. will also say, with Nido being such a big deal now, yeah, I am also like I'm trying not to let a ton of animals from a ton of different people come in. Yeah. like you really have to pay attention to that kind of thing. One hundred percent. Um. It makes me nervous now, man. Like, honestly, like, you know, you have animals coming from different collections across the country kind of all coming in simultaneously. There's just, there's a there's a good chance of, of something coming in with some, you know, at least one of them or something. But that also plays in a part in dealing with top-notch people and people that you, you trust have kind of done the right thing. And if there's any issues, you know, they, they pay attention to these things and they, they take corrective actions. And Yeah, and uh, they <clears throat> my buddy... Uh, our, our our I say my our buddy Ryan Cox shout out to Ryan, um he's getting a baby baby from me and he actually um, asked if he could send me a NATO test so I could test one of the babies. Did you get that back yet? Yeah, negative. Nice. So um but that and that's one thing I'm gonna offer when I do start putting babies out there like look. <laughs> Nido tests aren't super cheap, so no, I'm not gonna buy a bunch of Nido mm-hmm. tests and supply them to my customers. But I if you want to get one. And send it to me and have – I am more than happy to do the test, send it off. I will not be offended if you say, hey, I want your animal yeah. tested before it comes to me. That is 100% okay. Mm-hmm. So that – yeah, do that. Do not be afraid to ask to do an IDA test. And if and if you're buying from somebody else and you want to know, like, hey, would if I pay for this NIDA test, will you do it? If they say no, I mean – Red flag. I'm, 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 so, yeah, I'm I mean, sorry, but it, but it is. Um, you, know, I, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, I don't have the time for that." You know, takes, make time. It doesn't take it's, that long. It's not. This is a very, very serious. How long did it take to do the actual test? When I had five when, minutes. When I had an extra set of hands, yeah, five minutes. You definitely need two people for this. And then test. you just mail it out. Um, yeah, then you fill out your little thing, mail it out. It's it's not it's not hard. Just have an extra set mm-hmm. of hands, and you you'll get it done quick. Um, When's the you know, animal going out to Cox? Uh, it's once. I, it's still pretty warm out there, and I know, dude. Memphis is hot. Dude, Memphis I just shipped right two chondros last week. Oh, well. One to Colorado, one to Florida, one to Billy. They went to Memphis. They were fine. I'm just saying, it's hot. I don't. I don't worry about shipping temps that much, man. Well, because you think here's the thing. I like think about it. Okay. Well, I put Extrap- it this way. I, I put it this. this way. My customers have asked me to wait, so well, I don't okay, mind that's waiting. one thing. <laughs> but I'm saying, and I think people, when they look at shipping temperatures, especially if they're, I don't know, I think people worry about it slightly more than they need to. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's as as big of a deal as people make it out to be. But I'm sorry if I look at Memphis, it's 98 degrees. I'm not sending an animal there. But that's the daytime high. They're traveling at night. I, I, I look at the lows. No. 
because I mean, obviously you have to look that, at the lows. That when daytime high is going to be through, in but... the middle of the day. It's not going to be 98 degrees at night, at midnight when it's flying 10,000 feet in the air. You know, leaving or going to Memphis is my my reasoning. So I look at the lows before I look at the highs. The highs determine how late I wait to take it to Hilton Head to drop it off. Because yeah. obviously if it's 98 degrees, it's granted it's going to stay inside, but I wait until I think I usually drop off packages of FedEx at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon just so I can get off Hilton Head before it gets crazy. Yeah. Uh, but that, that high temperature I do look at in terms of, okay, how long do I... Because if it's a little cooler, I'll take it to FedEx and drop it off a little early, like maybe three. Yeah. You know, instead of four. Not that that makes a big difference, right. but I look at temperature lows. I worry about that more than I worry about anything else. Yeah. Because it gets when you start looking at highs, it gets kind of tough. Because it's just if it's going like say it's ninety here, the low is eighty at night. You go to Memphis, you know the high is eighty, the low is like sixty-five. Maybe it's going in northwest, you know, somewhere in the northwest, like Oregon or something. You know, the high is like 70, no, the low I, is 50. You're then like, how do you decide if you're I, using a heat I, pack or something? I it totally, just gets too squirrely. Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. But my my biggest thing is like, there's always a chance shipping reptiles. Like, they're just, they're just, it's like, it's, there's, it's stressful on the animals. It, it could be cold. It could be hot, you know. Um, but I just, I like to take the precautions. And if somebody says, hey, it's still pretty hot here. Can mm-hmm. you wait? I have no problems waiting. That's like um, crested geckos. That's one of the weird things about the crested community is like spring, shipping's open. Summer, shipping's closed. Fall, shipping's open. Winter, shipping's closed. Mm-hmm. I ship year-round. I shipped in summer. I shipped in winter. I used cryopacks. I used heat packs. I have yet to have an animal die in transit or arrive dead to anybody. I've shipped out a good bit of animals. Yeah, but what happens when it happens that one time? You know, it's like... That's between me and the customer. We'll figure it out. I'm not going to screw them. They either get a well, refund yeah. or they get another no, I, I understand. I understand you're not going to screw somebody over, but it's just, I don't know, precautions. I don't sweat it. The first time it was nerve-wracking, like the first time I shipped, I was like, oh my God, like this is terrifying. Now it's like, Godspeed, little buddy. Yep. See you on the other side, you know. Yeah. And I, hey, I, like Brian Fisher got that condo for me Tuesday. Uh sent me pictures of it eating that same night. You just can't stop you know? this, can you? But Even Brahms was like, when I sent him his, he's like, I'm going to feed it tonight. Don't tell Jake. I was like, I got you. You act like I get mad about the crap. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> They're not my snakes. I just tell you what I do. What a nerd. But he acts like I actually give a shit what you guys do with your crap. I don't care. I just, like, I understand shipping is stressful, but I think people worry about yeah. it a lot. And, I mean, I get it. Middle of summer, yeah, it gets super hot. If if both parties are willing to wait, wait. You know, if no one, if one person isn't comfortable shipping or receiving, then wait. Yeah. But me, I'm like, they'll be fine. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, I'm going to try and work out. To work out. I got, I've, got, I've got three that I need to ship out. I'm going to try and There's send. a good chance I'm going to FedEx Monday. This Monday? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can drop that on them all that fast. But if push comes to shove on a Monday. Because I think Luke is taking it and Luke's getting a baby. And I haven't sent him his yet. He's he's waiting for school and work to chill out a little bit. And I think they now finally have. So. Okay. But 
when the time comes, if I throw you a little, little gas money, you think you make a run out there for me? Gas money and a cigar. Deal. $30 cigar. <laughs> I'll just take off at lunch from work. Fine. I don't care that much. That's the only thing for me with shipping, man. It's like you can only ship Monday through Wednesday. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm off Fridays, most Fridays if I want to be, but it's also pro I tip. can't. If I, if I, if I want to ship Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, like I have to use leave time at work. Pro tip if anybody says they can't ship Monday through Wednesday, but they can ship Thursday through like Friday or Saturday, don't do it. Absolutely not. Monday through Wednesday. Monday through Wednesday. That's it. There's like that is a problem because then you would run a risk of delays. You know, especially with hurricane season right now. Like, because our FedEx runs out of Savannah, Georgia, which is 45 minutes away, um, they get backed up pretty easily. And so Dorian came, and we didn't even get much from Dorian, but FedEx was still backed up because I had we had to reschedule that that baby that uh, Brahms sent me Hmm. like twice. Because we were going to send it, and I messaged Mike Arnold, and that's another thing. If you're using a shipping company, depending on who it is, like stay in contact with them. Like, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to call them. Be like, hey, are there any FedEx alerts in my area? Yeah. You know, do you think it's a good idea to ship? Because one of the things Brahms mentioned too, because Dorian left, and then it was Labor Day, like the that following weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Dorian hit on what, like a Thursday? That following Monday was Labor Day. Uh, no, the late mon- the Labor Day was the Monday before. Was it? Yeah, it was the Monday before uh, Dorian. So you got to think about that stuff because traffic's going to be backed up. Right. You know, people you are traveling. Think, you got to think about holidays. People too. are evacuating. Yeah, yeah like that kind of stuff. And so, There's... like, if you have any questions and you're ever wondering, like, you're second guessing any of it, call Shippy Reptile, Reptiles Express, whoever you're using, yeah. you know, Justin, and ask them because they pay attention to that stuff. And Justin and I are fortunate because now we have both started using Reptiles Express and we are pretty good and we are good friends with our buddy Mike. I message Mike all the time. Uh, you yeah. can ask him. I probably annoy the hell out of him because yeah. I'm always messaging him, hey, is uh, the Southeast looking good, you know, this upcoming week? <laughs> are there, well, I mean, mostly, yeah. are there any delays I need to know about? Right. You know, so. with, with the storm and stuff, I messaged him saying, should I ship? this you know should should yeah. we ship this week or should we wait a week and he's like well you can you know i'd wait a day or two which i'm only off sundays and mondays so i'm like okay then we're waiting a week because yeah. i can't just take off work and drive an hour and an hour back from hilton head right you know so there there's a few there's, things to take into consideration yeah. when you're shipping but yeah definitely stay in contact and you know huge huge shout out and shameless plug to uh reptiles express they are an awesome company dude i am so impressed with them yeah like I, I literally, and I'm, this is they're they're not sponsors. They're none of that. Yeah. They're not paying us anything. Like, I wish I had switched to them years ago. Yeah, I just I just made an account with them. I or I ordered boxes. I ordered some deli cups. Did you? Uh, yeah. Their prices on boxes I noticed yeah. were pretty good. Yeah, dude, and I got them literally like three days after I ordered. Really? Them. I think I placed the order on a Thursday. I had them Saturday. Well, they're also semi-local to us. Like, yeah, they're, they're not Georgia. far. Yeah, they're, they're not, not far. But I got that. I got area. it right away. Yeah. You know, and I paid the standard shipping. Like I didn't pay uh-huh. for two day shipping, but I got in like two or three days. Yeah. It was great. Um, so I haven't, I've they're, seen they're, some they're of their on their feet. They're on their feet about their shit, but like, I haven't, yeah, I haven't bought anything. I haven't really looked into the store side of things yet. Cause I still have all the stuff from superior I bought, but, uh, very yeah, impressed, very impressed with them. And the, um, the thing I liked about the way that you ordered their boxes, like you can order like five, 10, 15, 20, mm-hmm. 25, whatever. And then like, even though I think it's a tad more expensive, but it's only because it automatically comes with the foam. 
you don't have to order the boxes and then order all the foam you need. And then, you know, these boxes come with the, you know, these are the boxes. You get the foam, you get everything you need to pack them. And then you can grab your cups and then make sure you have something to stick in there to hold everything tight. You know, and if you need heat packs, yada, 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 you can buy all that crap. It's not that expensive. I just ordered, I think like 10 boxes and 10 cups or something. Um, so they're pretty legit. Don't sleep, I just, I haven't don't found, sleep, like, don't I've, sleep on I've, Reptiles Express. The amount of money I saved just is mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, the website, you know, I like when you're booking shipments on that same page at the bottom, it shows you your temperatures for the week, the hub, it tells you what hub it's going to, first of all, which is a big deal. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's either going to Memphis or Indianapolis. Most of ours pretty much always go through Memphis. And that, but that could but be it a huge shows deal. You, that could be a huge deal if you're shipping in the colder months. Yeah. Like, depending on where, it go, where it's going. Because mm-hmm. when it's 50 in uh, Memphis, it could be 20 in Indianapolis. But it, yeah, I'm saying is it shows you all three right. where that where that box is going. It shows you the temperatures for all three places. You don't have to look them up separately. Right. You know, go on Google or go on Weather Channel, whatever. Like, so I thought that was just amazing that it's right there. Right. Uh, and then printing of the labels, like the Lasiak labels, come with the label. Mm-hmm. You put in the species, how many there are, scientific name, common name, all that stuff, and all that prints out with the labels as well. So you don't have to have separate Lasiak labels that you then have to fill out yourself. Right. Like it's all just right there in one package. So I was just I was very impressed with with everything, you know, as far as that goes. And I wish, like I said, I wish I had made the switch forever ago. And for the record, <clears throat> nothing against um, Shippy Reptiles. Um, they are a very good and popular no, was, company. Their customer Justin service is outstanding them. too. Justin I use them for them years. For years. Um, I shipped with them, but this this was just. A, and Mike's our boy. You know? Yeah, we he was always giving us giving Mike, me a hard time. And I was Mike's, like, I use Shippy Reptiles. He's like, Why aren't you switching to us? I was like, I don't know. I just haven't really looked into it. And like, the thing is, is I just use Shippy Reptiles because that was the first place I thought. Yeah, of, and they were the and most. I never questioned and they, it. And they've been the most popular company, a, a very very popular company for a long time. Like mm-hmm. those were they were the only company I'd really heard of when I first started getting into this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until Mike that I had even heard of Reptiles Express, and I'm so happy I, I did. Shopped around initially, uh, but I ended up just going with SY just because their website was a little more easier to use. Right. But Reptiles Express, since then, I mean, this is like 2016, 2015. Right. Uh, I believe their website has completely been revamped and upholed, um, gotten overhaul. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just set up an account the other day. It was really easy. Didn't mm-hmm. have any problems with it. Um, placed my order and, you know, I'll be ready to make some labels here soon. Um, so I do, I will say, I do want to invest in a label printer. I know we've talked about that yeah, in the past, but I like having a print on a we should go in printer. One. My mom, if you ever want labels, like my mom's got label printer and if, yeah, I'm just talking. You know how you, you have to go find a printer, yeah, and a no, computer. It's a pain, and print from that. Like I just want, I dream of the day that I could just have a label printer, peel it off like it's a regular sticker at FedEx, and just slap it on the box. We need to invest in one of those. But I don't know if you can print the other stuff with it. What do you mean? Like the Lasiak labels, the live animal labels. We're gonna find out because I'm gonna have my mom uh, print mine off because I don't, I don't have a oh, printer. Really? Yeah, and like See, I said, I have my, to go to either my mom's work or my grandma's house. My mom has like an actual label printer because she ships for her job. Like that's what she yeah. does for a uh, dog tow grip company, and um, she literally, yeah, you know, sh- ships all their shit. And she uh, me some? no, um, your feet are too big. Um, they don't make Sasquatch size. Um, 
so but she had, she actually has a uh, label printer and uh, it worked really well for the last one so I'm gonna try that again so I just send her the uh, thing and she I yeah I looked at them a while back I looked into them but they they're not like 200 bucks stupid like, expensive, that's not something I really want to spend not. 200 dollars on right yeah. now if it's one of those things where I have an extra 200 dollars laying around or something I'm like that's a convenient buy. Like that's yeah, a convenient and, purchase. And that would be something I would go in on you with mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just more convenient having somebody in town with one, you know. So go go have ETH. Have ETH on that. Yeah, and I mean that's convenient cuz then you can just send me the the label and I can just print it and you can pick it up or whatever, exactly. and, you know. Yeah. Easy easy peasy. Yeah. And then if we ever, you know, each one our own, we can just go in and on second one, you keep one, I keep one. Um, but we're we're at about an hour and a half. We're we're hitting that time. Um, uh, reminder: Carpet Fest, Southeast Carpet Fest, yep. twenty twenty, February seventh, 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 the sixth, seventh, and eighth, I believe. Seventh is a Saturday. I thought it was seventh, eight, nine. Oh, seventh is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's sixth, seventh, eighth, seventh main day. It's gonna be a good time. We sold it. The auction, I like. We're kind of just starting to get the ball rolling. I'm on yeah. the hunt for someone to do a logo. So if anybody wants to volunteer, if you have any experience designing logos, let us know. Hit me up. Let message the page. Um, I've talked to a few people, but I don't know. We need to figure it out because yeah, we don't know what we want yet. We don't know what our budget is quite yet. So we like it's kind of. People, Where do we start? If you know? anybody wants to donate towards that, just let us know. Yeah. You know, once, once we figure that my out. Thinking, like, we Adeline, defer, if we need to pay for somebody, if we need to pay somebody to do this, like we're going to need some donations. Like it's just no if well, and so okay. about that. Here's like the backstory of the whole thing. So I'm the first, shut up. The first thing, like the first person, Ian came to me and messaged me about it. He's like, do you know anybody? And I was like, yeah, I know a few. First person that came to mind was Adeline Robinson. She does amazing art. She does really good stuff. So I went to her, talked to her a little bit. Uh, She gave us kind of her regular, her sort of quote, uh, like her price range that she usually charges. And so my thinking was if I could just get, somewhere between 10 and 20 people depending on how much this thing costs just send 10 or 20 dollars towards it we could get it paid for no problem and then no one's bearing the burden of having to pay for the whole thing or right. anything like that and we can get something really nice because she does amazing work right. uh, our other option was like hunt down somebody that somebody knows or somebody's friend of a friend that does this can help us out you yeah. know because we're really not trying to spend time and i hate going to artists and being like we need artwork but we don't want to pay for it and you know maybe uh, maybe this could be an idea if maybe if somebody you know donates to get the logo done maybe they get a small discount on the shirts or something i don't know we could i don't know maybe but i'm i am like i'm helping uh, i'm on like the committee of, yeah. i guess officially like I, I told officially i told ian i would help and all of a sudden i'm getting all kinds of new stuff to work on which Throw it to the wolves. is fine by me you know me and uh, ben Yunker, who's also a listener, we're working on a website to host all the auctions for all the carpet fests. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been playing around with that. I haven't really checked what the updates that he's done to it, but as soon as we can get a logo done, the sooner we can get shirts up on Custom Ink, the, the sooner the, we can get graphics made for yeah. auction items. Like so, 
I think it's kind of goofy that the logo is like what stops us from getting the auction items and starting to make those graphics ahead of time because that was the biggest complaint with uh, Ian's wife who was making them for last year's is yeah. she got like all of them all at once and it was only her working on them and there just wasn't enough time to get them all done on top of, you know, they have kids, they have jobs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I told him this year, I was like, I have all the time in the world. You know, do you though? <laughs> I, I do at work. Like I can, <laughs> I can punt some stuff. You know, there's some stuff that isn't that important. I can make the uh, auction graphics fast. Like, that I'm not worried about. Um, I've already experimented with some templates and stuff, so. As soon as we can get the logo thing squared away, we can start making these auction things happen. We can start testing the website to make sure it works. And uh, we can get the ball rolling and not have to do everything last minute. You know? Yes, sir. Yeah. But... (sighs) about that time guys it is bedtime dude so this has been another episode actually i, I enjoyed this mm-hmm. i had fun i feel like this was some good the one-on-ones are nice man yeah. i feel we like kinda, we can just kind of kick back yeah relax a little bit chill out this was a fun episode i hope you guys i hope you guys enjoyed my little rant there justin let me take the reins on. i board. did um that, that's very rare uh <laughs> what are you talking about that's rare <laughs> i'm just kidding it's not rare. you'll never not step up to the plate that's, that's you ain't gotta. Oof. You ain't gotta do me like that, man. Oof. Why you gotta? Why you gotta be like that? Damn. I'm proud of you, buddy. I don't want to. This is nice. Is this what it's like? <laughs> like you just Seriously? Take, you just take the lead. You don't have to be a dick. Buddy. I like it. Damn. Ain't nobody being a dick. You're being a dick. A little bit. Are your feelings hurt? A little bit. I'm sorry. I hurt my feelings a little bit. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I yeah. like it. I don't care. Glad you like it, though. I think next week we should get Phil Wolf on to talk about Knobtail Geckos. Phil's been like, cool. when, are we com- when am I coming on to talk about Nefrurus? I'm like, I got you. Spring Phil's out. cool. I hung out with Phil at Daytona, and Phil is awesome. Oh, is he the one with all the Knobtails set up? Uh, oh. No, 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 no. No, he wasn't vending. He oh, was just he hanging out. But he was like a big cigar guy, too. And he's big into venomous, and he's big into like firearms. I was actually I was speaking to him today. Actually, I've been talking to him all day. On like Instagram? Yeah, he followed me. Cause he's knobtails.ig. Mm-hmm. That's his account. He's he's big into he's kept a ton of different geckos. Yeah, I've been talking to him. I've been talking to him today. Super he's cool. cool. Yeah. He's super cool. I got to hang it like hanging out with him, man. At Daytona, it was strange. It was like oh, man, it was it. like it's we like, had known each other for years. You know, it was just instant. You know, it was just yeah. It was bizarre. He's a cool guy. Yeah. I want to get him on because knobtail geckos are actually really cool. So. All right. Thank y'all. Subscribe. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Follow us on Facebook at the Herpeticulture Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Herpeticulture Podcast. Follow me at Palmetto Coast Exotics. Follow me at Joby Morelia. And thank you to Fishhead Diagnostics. Thank Steve you Snakesuary. to Steve Snakesuary and the Venom Sauces. And thank all of you beautiful people for listening to this show and listening and, to us and, ramble. Yeah, and you know, dedicating an hour, an hour and, and a half, half, hour and a half of your time to listening to us. We love you guys. Thank you so much. See ya. Bye. It was very succinct. You put that succinctly. Huh? Exactly. basically like old english slang for you killed it son you know thanks man (laughs) appreciate that
I like the flannel. Thanks. Me too. You look like Kurt Cobain. <laughs>